as I make my way. In fact, I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh, you didn't know? Yo ass better call somebody! Well, thanks. Yes, also. Like what the hell is that in the background? Then I hear yes, I fucked up. <laughs> oh my god, those balls are as smooth as eggs. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> What up, Chris Ben? What up, pops? What up, Tino? I like it. He said I got nothing done today. Just watched the morning show, played Diablo for like three hours, dabbed all day, and now I'm back here. What up, team? That sounds like you got a hey. lot of productive stoner day. That's for sure. I mean, what is that? What we call a day off? I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just what we call a weekday. And uh, let's see. What up, Derek? Salute. What up, Derek? What up, Emil? So I'm about to link up with um. With Kev's cuzzo later, I'm gonna see what I'm gonna see what the, what we're really talking about here. Yeah, what up, chaotic? So I'm gonna grab something for me, and a lot, but I'm gonna see. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because I want to grab at least a cue of that finally, bro. Mm-hmm. For the for that weekend, you know what I mean? We might not even need a whole cue of that specifically because I know we'll have other kind of weed, but like. I don't know. I only smoke finally right now. I'm a fucking hoe. I'm a fucking... So Lisa, 60 days to kick off. You know what? That's for the Sunday. I'm going to go out and say we are 57 days away from the very first game that's going to kick off. Yeah, from all that war. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, 60 days until uh, the first uh, football sunday how about that we got some very interesting news it's funny because the fact that we do news daily and you know the weekends are the only ones we don't really do news per se there's a lot of things that are coming up today that's going to contradict shit from last week oh yeah what up dennis said maybe hot in california bogey <laughs> bogey's going hotless lately <laughs> i mean shit bro i mean i got a haircut too but also like i like hoard i hoard all my bucket hats this past two weeks uh-huh and then, like, I have a couple Niner hats out, and then I had some that are still in a box. And so I just don't know where a lot of my shit is yet. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, like the, you know, the general purpose of hats, keep the sun out of your face, probably to capture sweat, you know, that's in your hair and shit. We don't like sweating in these nice hats, though. We're going to be no. wearing them. We don't want to fuck them all up, get them all sweaty. No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I even have, I even have, like, hats that I won't wear on the show because it's, like, I only wear them if I go out and it's, like, I only wear those ones if, like, I got this fit or, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. You can't. Uh, you got these. I'll have the, fit, the specific fits and can't do something to fuck it up. Like when it's like a good. No, when like, it's time to bring that fit out, right? <laughs> like, fuck, I can't. I fucked the hat up. I remember yeah. I had a. I had the purple grape fives. In the office. I had the purple grape fives. And uh, I had the sweat. It was like a, like a sweatsuit that, came, that you can get. It didn't come with it, but right? But it was like. Yakumania said, bogey, that beer's cheats. Uh, the beer's. Uh, cheers beat is so fucking hard. So I legit need a link and I want that on my ringtone. Go ahead, bust it. It's on the thing. It's so that one I've been having publishing issues of like officially releasing it because that one I've been trying to release since October. And like I remember the first, the first, the first uh, uh, submission that I that I that when I sent it actually came back in two months and I said, uh, you know, it had these these flags on them. I was like, damn, two months. And then like it took another couple months and usually they'll get back fast, but. And it's funny the way they timed it all too, because I've been had that song, and the moment I start trying to register it, NFL started they were using it. So I wonder if like you know what I mean. And uh, not only use a small portion of the song, but I did submit it again recently, and we just we changed a little bit, a little bit of things. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. But uh, I like the original. Original. You won't tell it. I think the naked ear won't tell a difference. But it's on uh, the 420 crew playlist, so you, it, it's it's already there for you. I put the link in the chat so you guys could just, uh, for anyone who wants it, you guys could just click it, go go hit the like button, you know, throw a comment on there as well. Make sure you show those videos some love. And because, uh, yeah, we want Bogey's music to get more popular on the 420 crew. Why not? Playlist. And, you know, uh, and, 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 I, and, you know, I mean, me and Hus have had this conversation like, hey, man, there's a lot of, I sample a lot. And um, still original music, but it's, you know, I sample things. And so, you know what I mean? Like, if there's ever joints that I have trouble publishing, they're just going to come out on here right away. You know what I mean? Yeah, so go check it out. I threw the link in there. And if you search Cheers 420 Crew, that'll be the first thing that pops up. And you'll see it. Cheers, Bogart, Scott Free, and it's got the dope-ass fucking uh, artwork by Peacock on there where Bogey's just chilling in the Cheers bar with all the peeps. I was really there in the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Peacock did take the picture. It was right? our, okay, sorry. With the, with the specific fo fo photograph. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. And, uh, he was uh, he was the photographer of the day. Took the photo, and we. It's funny too because we had talked about that idea for a while. And Yaku Mania, he said, "You're an ace for that, Hus. Thank you both. I think a lot of people like that song, so it's cool that even though you know it hasn't got out there to the masses, it's cool that we could put it here. The 420 crew can experience it before it gets all the way out there. And uh, I encourage y'all to check out another joint on there. Another one I was having some publishing issues with. Uh, and this one, I didn't produce this beat. So that's why I know. Because when I asked my man, I was like, how did you chop it up? He's like, I just, I just chopped it by eight bar increments. Like, come on, man. But uh, that one is called Free. You know what I mean? Bogart, Scott Free. The song is called Free. That's also on the playlist. You'll see the graphic. It got like the little clouds and whatnot. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, it's some other shit. You know what I mean? I like coming through with some different, with some diversity in my music. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the four, the the link to the 420 Crew playlist is in the description of the video, but I'll throw it in here. Just follow it and randomly go back to it. There'll be new songs, you yeah. know, in there. Hit, yeah, the every day. Hit the shuffle, you know, because you'll never know what kind of songs, you know, you'll end up uh, seeing because there is a shitload like in there now. It's like there's over 100 for sure. Um, and, it's, and it's on YouTube, so just leave it on in the background. And uh, and help the views. Yeah, you can swoop it out too. Like, in the house, I smoke it up. at big tons in the house, I smoke it up. Handing. Yeah. Well, I like it. I like it a lot. We're getting close. Fifty-seven days away. 
<laughs> that is funny. Yaku said, man, I'll fight with you, Bogey. He said, that cheers beat makes my day. I love it. <laughs> right? You know, I always loved that beat, too, as a kid. That piano riff was always the shit to me. And then I'm sure there's other artists that have, have sampled that before, but it was, and that was the whole part. Like, I always hear people sample, and they sample the, the signature part. Sometimes right. you want to go where everybody knows you're now. It's like, screw all that. And I fucking chopped the other part because, you know what I'm saying, it's real Scott Free-ish. You feel me? Like, it's talking about, you know what I mean? Wouldn't you like to get away? You know what I mean? This is funny, Dennis. Like, can we talk about how fucked up last night's draft went? <laughs> it was awesome, man. Because it was like, for everyone who thinks like this shit's going to go a certain way, like, sometimes we got to have a draft like this and just remind you, don't get stuck in whatever ways you think. Like, you, every draft is different. It's always different. That's what's cool about fantasy football, though. It's like every draft is going to be a little bit different. It's all these different variables of putting together your team, and we all go to war. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Derek said, I like that new song Bogey was working on with, uh, with the lady singing in the background. Is that the free one? Um, which one's the one with that? It might have been. Oh, um, he said the new song, so it probably was one that. Uh, yeah, I recorded a couple of joints over the weekend. It sucks though now that I'm re working remotely, because like, like you know things when I'm there physically, I'm gonna get it done. Yeah, things you know happen I mean? a little slower when you're. Yeah, I gotta send right. it, and then you know what I mean, and I gotta wait till he gets back on that one, or like you know what I mean, and you know yeah. what I mean, it's, and then you know there's already a schedule, so it's not like. But see, the way I work though. I make it easy for the motherfuckers. He's like, okay. I'm like, oh, um, yeah, I'm gonna be on a third verse. Okay. So when I send him the joint, it's already time. All he has to do is slap it in there. You know what I mean? Oh, you, know, like, you have the stuff. The yeah, I, I they call it bouncing. And, and the ex, to export, they call it bouncing. That's the terminology in Pro Tools. So I'll bounce it the exact timing. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, say I'm the third verse, it'll be dead time until my verse comes up, but it'll be yeah, on the exactly. exact point. So he just slap it right in there. It's just, it's just easier. Like I, I appreciate it when engine when people used to do that for me. So I was like, I know, you know what I mean? Literally add the track in, and then you don't have to fuck yeah. with it. You just add the yeah, and you just cut off whatever excess, whatever dead time, and that it won't make it's it's dead time. It's nothing, you know what I mean? But still though, you know what I mean? It's just you know, trim it up after, but it, the the time it'll it'll put it right on timing because that's another thing too. Is like, man, I be hating it when I be like. It'd be like, oh yeah, uh, I fixed your verse. I'm like, what do you mean, fix my verse? Oh, it was you were kind of off beat. I'm like, no, 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 no. I said it like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, don't, don't try to thinking like, oh, this. You know what I mean? Like, don't do, don't you do that? Like, you're uh, the man, you're the man in He said that uh, you're both super talented. Appreciate you, homie. It's yeah, cool shit now. You, like, I've never been like a singer, a dancer, anything like that. So it's cool being like the editing now is like a form of I mean, art. It's art. You know, you got. Uh, what what does that what does that man say? What's your homie? Uh, uh, the dude, Devin, the dude. What do he say in that track? He said, "Let's let's give it up for all the engineers that smoke weed, right?" <laughs> uh, uh, he said, "Uh, all uh, the production costs and mastering, <laughs> puzzling and plastering the tracks together on CDs, tapes, wax or whatever, right?" Yeah. Those are the unsung heroes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a famous footage of Tupac. He's in the lab. And uh, he's he's getting on the other homie, man. He's he's like he's telling the, the engineer, man, do that later. He's like, I'm here to lay my vocals. Y'all do the mixes later. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying. And then he, that, so he could have volume. He just lay tracks down. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. He, the engineers that I work with, they're so talented. When we're recording, we're mixing at the same time. 
You know what I mean? That's why a lot of the times you'll hear something right fresh out the lab. It's pretty much ready to go. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. maybe it could be some minor adjustments because I'm a nitpick it. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, we need to turn the bass up here or uh, uh, his vocals are a little too low here or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, just little little nuances that only like someone like a, a, with, with that ear will, will tell. You know what I mean? Because, you, you know, if you go back yeah. to old Mac Dre stuff, the stuff that I used to love as a kid, you know, it all sounds shitty, like quality wise. You know what I mean? Right. Dope music. But it's just they would they didn't give a fuck about mastering or I mean a mixing. They would just go straight to the mastering, like they straight yeah. from the lab. They would layer the vocals, yeah. you know what I mean. Versus like I came to a point where I'm gonna put one vocal down, and then I'm gonna make that one sound hella dope. And then when I stopped layering and made my volume, now imagine this: if I had to lay a verse three times because I was gonna layer three times, I only gotta do it once. That cuts my time in half. Now, my, my, if I was about to do one song, I might be able to do three now. You know what I mean? You know or versus. You know, or let's say I only got like a verse on a song, but I could do like three three verses in an hour. You know what I mean? Do you know who Hit Boy is? Yeah, hell yeah. So it's funny because like, <laughs> like I didn't really even know who he was, and still, I mean, I met him. You know, but like that's what this whole story's about. But it's just like, man, it was crazy. Like, seeing they had the they had the tour. That's cool. Where'd you meet Hit Boy at? So it was back when I worked, you know, quote unquote, for a dispensary. And dude hits me up and they're from out of town. And he was like, uh, he was like, can I keep it real with you? I was like, yeah. He was like, I'm literally like on a tour bus with like Hit Boy. And like, we're here for the next like two or three oh, days, you know, know before the big ass concert. And so he's like, we're literally just like in a parking lot in downtown. But he's like, you know, like there's spots to park. And he was like, well, someone like, could you guys deliver to a tour bus? I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, I'll bring it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, don't make any other phone calls. <laughs> I'm on the way. It was super cool, though, because, like, well, first off, like, it's their whole Damn. setup. I mean, you know, super cool just the way they had it, you know, inside lots of room and shit. And, like, the studio is kind of like the back room, you know, and, like, yeah. Hella artists were just coming on and off the whole time, like just going down in the booth, maybe like 15, 20 minutes, laying something, and then they're out. And then another one's like in and like hella, hella recording. And like, I'm just talking to like his homie, you know, his right hand man or whatever, who's like, you know, pretty much little C's, you know, to uh, to Biggie. Yeah. And um, like, I'm there and we're smoking. And, and that's exactly what little C's would do. He was the guy, go get the weed, C's. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bring the and, car around uh, the front. <laughs> And it was crazy because, like, they probably ordered, like, 20 times in three days. And it was because, like, different people kept coming in, and they're like, oh, it's to the mobile lab. You know? His boy, like, boy don't just got – it's not just a clever name. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Boy making hits. Yeah. And so it, that was, it was crazy because it was, like, a fun three days. I was, like, literally just, like, hanging out in there for a handful of hours. And, you know, I would call in the orders, like, for them or whatever, just, like, send it. And then they would just come down, like, right there. And, yeah, it was, it was fun. That's cool. Yeah, got to take a picture with them at the end. Like, he was so busy that he never came out of the back. It was just different people going back in there. And he was, you know, he was just, that was his whole spot. And they yeah, weren't fucking around all this dead time. You know, supposedly there's in their recording. Yeah, I mean, that goes back to what uh, what that, that com the comedian slash writer uh actor was saying Dion Cole he was like you know I spend my money on things to to help me expand my craft yeah you know what I mean which is usually like take spending money on things getting oh. taken care of that take away from me doing the craft right so he was like I hired a driver he's like you know I, I like to ride in the car you know what I mean he's like you know you can't ride in the car when you have traffic you get road rage you know what I mean 
You know, it was funny. I kind of respected Philip Rivers for doing the same kind of thing. Because when Chargers moved to L.A., he didn't move to L.A. He was like, fuck that. He's like, I'm staying in San Diego. We got the whole compound and everything. Yeah. So he bought one of those Mercedes vans, you know, the big yeah, ass. Yeah, and fucking those just hard. Never, you ever been in one of those? Uh, I, no. I, I stood next to one. And yeah. I was like, damn, this is hard. I've seen the inside of one, but never been inside of it. Yeah, I've never been in it, but I saw, I looked in it. And I like, they showed his, he had it decked the fuck out. You know, like he's got the screens, you know, he's watching. Yeah, he's watch all his films. The whole fucking, you know, Batmobile command center. <laughs> I mean, shit, it is kind of crazy like that when you can do something like that overnight. Huh? Yeah, they got hella money. Yeah. You know, uh, remember Russell Wilson, when, when he got traded to the Broncos, he bought an entire compound. Yeah. On his compound, it has a football field in the backyard. I mean... He's hella rich, right? I mean, yeah, like, like what, what you're just gonna like travel to like you're gonna he go might got more money than Sierra. Whole... He might have made more money than Sierra's whole career. Probably was because like, like Sierra's like she's an artist. It's not like she I don't even think she owns her masters, none of that shit like well, that. And that's just what I was gonna say. It like really depends on how much she actually owns of all that shit, right? Uh, for anybody who wants to know something, right? When you have when you own masters to a catalog, for example, in the streaming era. Someone like Baby from Cash Money, he's making like thirty million a year off off of his off of his catalog. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fucking insane. Yeah, and you're talking you know about I mean? just from like you know just Apple Pie, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Spotify like all shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's without making any new music at all. No, not <laughs> at all. Uh, there was a, and we're about to get into the to the news um, right now. We got we got a bunch of news, a um, lot a lot of crazy stuff too. But uh, one thing, and I'll I'll let you like uh, I, I want your thoughts on this because there was this. Sure. It looked like a young dude, let's say early twenties, and he's like talking so much shit. He was like, "Man, I need like two hundred plays, you know, on Spotify to like make a dollar. I need like a hundred and something, you know, plays to make a dollar, you know." That's and, way more than that. Well, for sure, right? Like yeah. I figured it already was. Yeah, like we remember I was telling you about that joint. Uh, the, uh, my man, shout out to my man AG. Oh, yeah, the one that's getting had like yeah. Five, all of a sudden, like, this party. song these songs came out a couple summers ago. Me, me, uh, it's so my man AG. He got one called On the Road, okay. uh, produced by Prime One, and then he got another one. It's Prime One feature. It's a Prime <coughs> One production featuring me and him. Okay. That one's called Post to Be. Fucking love that song. And these joints are they're getting streamed like crazy out of nowhere. Yeah. And then so you know, I mean, I, you know, Prime hits me. I used to be talking to AG, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you got the same line. So he, I text us in a thread, you know, in our group, the, the three of us. So then he starts sending all the screenshots in there, and then like you know, AG hits me up. He's like, oh man, I made like a couple dollars, bro. I'm like, there you go. You know, what I mean? he went talking about no dollar as in a hundred. You know what I mean? He's talking no, about a couple like dollars, legit, legit, a couple dollars. Yeah. We got a. Uh, there was a song. Like, even these YouTube, you know, like videos and stuff. I mean, until you're in like the hundreds of thousands, you know, like you're getting like legit a couple bucks. Like even from yeah. videos with 5,000, 10,000, it's like legit a couple bucks. There's a joint. Um, There's a song I'm featured on. It's my man, Sundown Charlie. Uh, damn, what is the song called? I'll, I'll remember the song title. It's been out though, right? The song came out in 2020. But the song got picked up. A fat Joe every summer he does a mixtape, and he don't have anything to do with the music, but he selects the music. Yeah, he has nothing to do with the recording or anything like that. And like, 
And it's really just is that, is that him putting other artists on? Yeah, and it's it's a mixtape because it's a mix by definition. It's not like he has a DJ mixing all these songs together. So it's right. A, it's like legit a mix of a shitload of random. Yeah, like, 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 like twenty five plus tracks. Like on Spotify, it would be one of those ones that pops up under various artists, right? Because yes, like, like a playlist, like a straight up, yeah. and like our song was on there, like number twenty something on in the track listing. Tight. And that shit was getting that shit got like the first day got like a half a million. How streams. many tracks did it have on the whole thing? Um, like, like 25 plus. I'd say like we were like 27 or something like that. That's tight. Yeah, so it was pretty cool because when you're looking at like, you know, the you know, um like you know, the the first couple songs were were heavily uh that had heavy traffic, obviously. Yeah. Then it dies down, and then you know, what I mean, then our shit was just like like just just peaking, bro. It was crazy. Right. Yeah, and then like, see, this this is my first mistake because I didn't know like some, you know, there's certain things that you have to allocate. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I you know, there like I, I there was a, my my boy goes, hey, you ain't you didn't claim your uh, you didn't claim your uh, what is it called? Uh, 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 you didn't claim your um. No, no, no. It's called. I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's called a split. Okay. So he said you got to go in the email, bro. I sent the email. I go accept the split. And then when I did, I missed out like on 60 bucks of it. But like, you know, it made like 700 something, like all in all, like, you know, from everything. Yeah. yeah. And this isn't just well, my that's crazy though. Half a million. It's you know. not just my portion though. You know what I mean? Like that 700 or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Well, but, yeah. Like you but said, there was like $60 of that, that I didn't recoup. I wasn't able to recoup because I didn't accept the split initially. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And that's from, that was my fault. Cause you know, we just do so much fucking work. And I don't even know when some of these songs are coming out. And then, like, you know, it's my boy Sundown Charlie. It's me. He's like, hey, bro. He's like, the one we got, it got on Fat Joe shit. I was like, what? You know what I mean? Because I'm just in there knocking joints out. You feel me? Like, <coughs> and also, too, like, I'm not even going to front, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I know I know how hard it is in the, in the music industry, but I worked on the media side. You know, I've tried to get record deals and shit like that. And we got, you know, we had distribution deals. And, and matter of fact, there's even a guy, the, uh, one of the guys out here. Um, their their uh, distributions through uh, Empire, and he okay. said, "Hey man, I can get you a, a sit down with them." I said, "Oh word!" Like you know what I mean? Because yeah. it, it's you know what I mean it's and it's crazy because back in the days you got to jump through hella hoops to do shit like that. Well, because how do I mean is distribution? It, it's just, it just means that like it just means that like it's, it's so easier nowadays because it's just taking my existing stuff and or, or like taking my next project and be like, okay, we're gonna distribute it uh, through Empire. So it'll get to all the same streaming platforms, but whatever push they put behind on, it, you know what I mean? their shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll get a pin, and they'll get a piece of it, you know what I mean? So, but, you know, like, there's, like, you know, there's there's all kind of shit we do. We have we have a stream farm at the lab. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, um, you know what I'm saying? the And that, that's what's crazy, too, because the, those songs that were blown up. I don't uh, think, I don't know if too many people know what that means, but that's so just... A stream yard, I mean, a stream like, farm. I'm sorry, not a stream yard, a stream farm. So it's just, no, no, that's it's what just you like said. a dozen, a dozen different things that are just playing the songs constantly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and like you know, it it does it doesn't put a crazy dent, but like you could tell like the ones that we promote because you could pay for different promotions. You know what I mean? Like I could right. put like you know twenty five bucks on a song, and then like you know what I mean whatever, whatever hit generator or whatever yeah, you know uh, reach, reach more people and shit, right? Yeah, you know what I mean, and that shit makes a difference because then you know you could yeah. see like you can go on your distro kid, distro kids. What I used to publish things. The digital publishing gets you on everything like overnight, basically. As long as publishing well, isn't publishing. all going off of like listens and downloads and all that kind of shit, right? Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, 
it's like you know, like I remember um, when I first started putting my 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 podcast out on Spotify, it was nuts because it was like, like oh shit, like we were getting like in the Ukraine and fucking Russia and like I was like, damn, why the why is the East Europeans fucking with this all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know what I mean? Then like, yeah, like, apparently you know, like our podcast, we have a heavy following in Australia. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out! Shout out to the, all the homies down under. Pause. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news here. I think we bullshitted a little while. And I mean, well, we had about 15 or 20 minutes of bullshit on the schedule. So, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's on, it's on the docket. And uh, yeah. Tino said the mixtapes, he said, I just noticed mixtapes are dead. For sure. Well, because now people yeah. are making, but like, it's the Spotify was, playlist is the new, the Spotify yeah. playlist. I, you know, like, exactly. we have all 20 playlists. Those are new mixtapes now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, exactly. One million percent. All right. You know, that's why I hate artists like Drake because Drake don't make like complete albums to me. He just takes a bunch of songs, throws them together. They're all like playlists now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus like an album that it seems like it has continuity through it. You know what I mean? And that's just how it, uh, man, I feel like, I mean, it's also, it's maybe it's because of the attention span for the people. Yeah. Like, that's what just know, right? Like you just, you got to knock out a couple bangers versus like trying to put a whole album together, taking a whole year. Or and like, it's hard to hate on Drake because what, what's a Drake album? All bangers. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's actually easy to hate on Drake. Fuck Drake. <laughs> yeah. man, Kevin Hart can get it. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Drake's music. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, we're on the same page here. All right, here we go into the news. This is this is one of the things that I thought was the most interesting. Javante Williams said um, yesterday that he's ready to go and intends uh, to be cleared by the team's medical staff in time for training camp. Now we said this before, we say it again. Never <laughs> trust what the fucking player says. He's a running back, <laughs> not a doctor. <laughs> Never trust what the players say. But I do like his intentions, though. Yeah. He intends on being cleared. Did he not sound? I mean, this just sounds different than the way that J.K. Dobbins was kind of like before preseason last year. Sounds just a little bit different. He was like, it's kind of up to them, but I'm ready to go. I want to be out there <laughs> and like things like that. But I don't know. I just we never we never got that inkling from the fucking coaching staff or medical staff like at all with him last year. I think. If I think it's safe to say, even if you were to tell me Javante is 100% healthy to start week one, he's still not getting more than 60% of that backfield. Yeah. And the fact that I think that he's not going to be com completely healthy, it's going to be a full on timeshare. You know what I mean? I might maybe even a full on committee if this other kid McLaughlin starts getting in the mix because they're, you know, he was getting a lot of hype in, in camp. And like, of course he would because he's that able body right now. You know what I mean? It's him and P Ryan and like P Ryan, he's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to be a, a focal point in the, the mini camp for the rookies. Cause he's not a rookie. So you know what I mean? Like it's Javante has a, he has an uphill battle here, bro. To me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like the regime, this new regime don't really, don't really have any, they're not uh they don't owe it to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna see. I don't. I don't think his. I don't. I don't think his uphill battle is gonna be. Maybe not as steep as you say. Anyone coming off of ACL is gonna have an uphill battle in my eyes. Yeah, but I think if he if he legit gets cleared before training camp, I mean his ADP is just gonna be rising like crazy. Yeah, that sucks. But, but if he ends up getting on like the early, you know, pup or whatever, you know, for that 
then I mean, shit. Who knows? Like he second could half, be, darling, maybe he could be out half the season. You know, for all we know. I I, I do like uh, I do like the fact that uh, there is my cardinal rule. It just makes me like make this decision easier. I just curve those running backs that are in that first year after the ACL. You know what I mean? And I'm okay being wrong about it because been right about it with his last couple of running backs, you know, and JK Dobbins being the recent one. Yeah. Um, and I'm and then I'm with that said, I'm about JK Dobbins this year because of the value and the fact that people are off of him and and they're saying all the right things. They're saying, like, hey, we won't pay him, but we want to give him more work. Yeah. You know what I mean? He better be prepared for this workload. And I'm like, I like to hear that. You know what I mean? This is funny. Um, Big Tens, he said, man, all the all the league seven shit talking is getting heated. I love it. Yeah, it's going Oh, word? Who's talking shit now? I'm missing it. Well, we got, we got, we got, I know Ma- I know Magtown and Bernie Mac was going at, going hard the other day. Yeah, well, no. This, well, this is about the crispy, you know, Bijan. Uh, oh, come uh, on. Uh, bakes. Are people threatening to quit now? No, 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 nothing like that. Just, remember, like remember, remember, okay, what, what, what? This is this is good. Okay, see, I guess worse, my first round for Javon for Jonathan Taylor or, or this no, one? no, that no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess we're gonna have to distinguish like the levels of shit talking because I think this is just good back and forth like league yeah. shit talking banter. You know, right now, not shit like talking is what people do to Bogard. Right. Like, see, I'm I'll quit this league if this trade goes through. Like, we'll see. Like, not like that. Like, guy, he's a low baller. And he's a fucking. That's taking it to the extreme. <laughs> that's taking. Hey, it to he once uh, uh, he once told me uh, he, he wants my house to burn down with my kids in it. You remember that? No, big town. Uh, no, SD Rider just said I would. Uh... It wasn't SD Rider. I'm talking about it was uh, Matt Town. Oh no, I'm talking about in this. Just what's going on right now. He said, I would love to know who's worth three first round plus. And Jay Mactown came in and uh, uh, he put in the top four QBs. And he said, that's where the list ends. Not any, uh, not any type of RP. He said, but people love the hype. <laughs> I, I, like, I like the, I think receivers worth that. Yeah. You know, if you're getting, you know, Jamar, uh, J- Justin Jefferson, right? If, if you're, you're getting, I would say his players, right? I would say if you're getting a receiver 28 or younger, like three first rounders could always be in the cards depending on their ceiling. Cause 28, you still got three, four, you know, maybe five more years from some of these wide receivers. Even then. I like what crispy did there a lot. Well, you know, maybe Bijan might not be able to on his team. Won't be able to contribute to a winning roster until another couple of years. Right. So, and then, you know, what's a running back in a couple of years, you never fucking know. You know what I mean? Like you just well, never that's know. That's what you're supposed to do. That's for sure. What up, real deal? Yeah, yeah he real. Had one for a reason. The team wasn't necessarily the best. He made moves, you know, to kind of build up. But getting the one hundred and one and then holding it, letting the because I don't think anyone would have given him three first rounders for the one hundred and one there free yeah. draft, you know, or anything like that. So this is like the hype building on Bijan, you know, and then finding a buyer who was down to buy him. It's also a- it's also when you look at the journey to this trade that bakes a lot went on collecting these different first rounds yeah. to add to his yeah, to go ahead and throw it for, for a Bijan, but not just that, right. He had to add to it. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm considering the things he added to it. It's like, I don't really count all that shit. Michael Carter and P Ryan, like I, that's P, P Ryan's useful. Maybe Michael Carter is if people get injured, but they already talking about him being like a special teams guy or like a, someone that, that, that might have an early role until, Otherwise, you know what I mean? Like there's basically okay, yeah, they're, they're talking shit about the guy who they're talking shit about Bakes a lot, 
who gave up the hall for yeah. an Algier. No, everyone – it's funny because people hate on it when someone gets, like, a really good trade because they want to be in the mix of that trade. But they or, also, or it goes to a team. They don't want to pay up. Like, if it goes to a team that they feel – like, when I made that trade, I was, like, a top seed. Yeah. And it, it just it, – it, it, they were so fucking livid about it. Or this one <laughs> – the two guys – the two guys that don't like me. Yeah. You know, it also helps if you – like, I like Big Sly, and I, and I, and I got mad love for, for both Big Sly and Crispy. Yeah, who's my dad in fantasy? He's my fantasy dad. You know what I mean? Like, I, I they couldn't do no wrong to me. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. But it's the motherfuckers that don't like me when I do something. They want to speak up, and then I have no problems like going back. You know what I mean? And, and Big Ten said someone offered me something like that. Trust me, that was they've been talking about this for like more than a yeah. week. So like, yeah, sure. they've been going back and forth. When I heard the talks, I knew there was no way I can get in those talks. <laughs> I was like, those talks are way too expensive for me. Oh. The way that a lot of like, I kind of trade the way that like when I went to the sneaker con thing yesterday, it's kind of like the way that I like <laughs> the sneakers. I, I had all these expensive sneakers that were brand new. Nobody's trying to buy them because everyone wants cheap stuff to resell, you know. And I'm not saying like you know anyone in this trade is buying something to resell, but most people like right away, you know, if you're there's a certain level like if you get like a trade and that's like nowhere in the hemisphere of what you want. You're just walking away, you know, you're just hitting reject, you know, maybe if it's something that kind of gets in the ballpark, you know, maybe you're okay. But yesterday it got to the point where like, I, <laughs> I just knew everybody is a low baller there. So then I start asking, are you looking for used? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, keep moving. Huh. <laughs> Brand new over here. <laughs> Spanking. Oh man. shit. I totally forgot you. Kumania said happy seven ten. Haven't even taken a dab oh, today. What am I doing? All right, we're about to we're about to knock out some of this news, and then we're gonna get to some dabs. Yeah. So here we go. We got get a dab for me, world. Okay. So Commandos, they've discussed a possible trade with the Baltimore Ravens involving Chase Young, and the piece that might be coming back would be Patrick Queen. Oh, come on, he's a killer. <laughs> She's a killer queen. That would be wild. I would love it for Patrick Queen, but for guys like um, who are we? Jamin Davis, uh, Cole. Uh, what was it? Uh, I, uh, Cody Barton. Like, I, I, what, I what think would be good. I think it doesn't affect Barton, but I think if they make this trade to bring over Queen, it's a Jamin Davis is out or moving mm. to the line or maybe being more of like a hybrid DB or something. That's the re- that's the only reason I think that they would make this move to bring over Queen like that. And then this trade for Baltimore, this is what's dope about this trade is because it's really just giving them a fourth. Because if they make this trade, that means they never intended on paying Patrick Queen and they bring over Chase Young, who didn't get his fifth year option picked up. Yeah, so he gets I'll a chance out. to play it out and they could extend him before the end of the year if he's playing well. Or they can, you know, just squeeze the juices out of him because he needs to show out, right? Kind of wild. Two guys. Both first rounders. I mean, Queen, he's a, a lower, you know, 25, 26, something like that. Fucking Chase Young. He's number two, you know, overall. Neither team, I'm not going to say that the Ravens are unhappy, you know, with Patrick Queen, but not happy enough to pick up his fifth-year option or get ready to extend him. And then they and then they, 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 they do their due diligence as an organization. What they do historically is, like, if they don't feel that's their guy, they replace him already, the incumbent, in which, which is Trent Simpson. Oh, okay. Nephew, nephew of OJ. 
He said, what, 710? I don't know about that. So 710 is, okay, just like 420 is kind of like, you know, number code for weed. 710 is like number code for dabs. So anytime you hear someone say 710. Yeah, which anything, is which is oil, ba- which is oil backwards in exactly. pager code. Exactly. Because, right. uh, you know, a zero is an O and a one is an I and seven is an L in pager code. For yeah. those that don't know, pagers. We used to communicate. Derek knows about the pagers. I know he's from that era as well. But yeah, so pretty much it's all 710 is all about the dab. But yeah, like Bogey said, you flip it. Yep, chaotic's on it also. You flip 710 upside down. You get the oil. Exactly. Exactly. And Marco, he said, good evening. What it do? Guten Ben. Guten Ben. And Derek said, I know all about the pagers for sure. And see, like, I never had, I never had a pager. Like, it just, it went from me having nothing to using pay phones. I mean, that's the thing is I had a pager through junior high and my freshman year. Yeah. By the end of freshman year, I had a cell phone. Yeah, I had, yeah, 2000. And you know what's funny too is having a pager. You like okay? We will go to. Uh, I mean, there was a Pizza Hut, and McDonald's. There was like McDonald's right next to it's a Pizza Hut, and there was a payphone. And the payphone, if you picked it up and you pressed whatever the fuck, do, 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 you could call for free. Yeah. So like this, and then like we had the number to that phone. So it's like, like if I couldn't find if they, if the homies weren't answering my page, I would call that phone because they we kicked it there all the time. Yeah. And sometimes it'd be random person that picks up. Hello. Yeah. yeah uh. Is there an Asian dude named Hien around there? <laughs> uh, do you hear? Oh, that's for me. That's for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> or I'd kick, we would just kick it there. Someone would page me like, yo. And that was the thing, too. If you didn't know the code, you're like, somebody page me. <laughs> yeah, you're like, cutting down the code, right? Yo, who's it? And Derek said, I've never done uh, never done the dab. You're going to do one in Vegas. Trust me. You don't have to be worried about uh Taking you to a level you don't want to go to high life. This is gonna get you. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be right up. It's gonna be right up Tino and M's alley too, man. You know what I mean? Shout out to uh man the East Side League. There, there, there's probably like ninety percent weed heads. It's probably only about three people. I, I don't think smoke weed in there. Nice. And this is funny. Earlier, Derek said uh, I can't agree with y'all on the the Drake and the Kevin Hart. So it's Bogey on the Kevin Hart. On uh, he he he's not about Kevin Hart. You're from Philly. You better stick up for your man's. And Marty said, "What up, fellas? Stop hating on Drake." <laughs> Of course, the Canadians are going to come to his defense. <laughs> Drake's so much. <laughs> Drake don't got one classic album. And oh yeah, all the hits in the world. Office said it earlier, and I forgot. I, I don't remember why I didn't bring it up, but he just said uh, he's like, I don't know anyone of Drake. I can't name anyone of Drake's like song titles. They, exhibit said, a. I don't know if he's a rapper. Exhibit or, a. And he said, I'm. Uh, I'm not sure if he's a rapper or an R and B singer. <laughs> I mean. I mean, he's a he's a an international artist. There you go. You know what I mean? And when you're when you're half Jewish and half black, you can get away with doing blackface. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's not American. All right, here we go. How about your 49ers? Two pieces of news. Not sure who. Not sure where this is from, but Fred Warner was named the best off-ball linebacker in the NFL. According to Aaron Rodgers. And then the 49ers, I don't know who this is, said Back on the brink truck right there. That's fine. (laughs) Said they like Trey Lance more right now. 
than any other time than his tenure with the team. How long has he been with the team? 2020? 2021. Yeah, yeah, he probably looks better than he's ever did. And I think they phrased it, they like him better, right? Yeah. That's funny how they say that, though, right? We like him better than we ever did. We're happier with this play. (laughs) Anything like that. Basically saying, hey, we used to not like him before. Yeah. Yeah, at first we kind of didn't like him, but now we kind of do like him. I want Lee to start writing the names of these people. Who are saying these things specifically? Because <coughs> um, okay. it's funny though, because you know, and then in the same breath, Sam Darnold looks good. Might trade him. Apparently, <laughs> not Lance, like they said last week. <laughs> if Lance looks good, he'll we'll trade him. Yeah. Now, like, um, Darnold looks good. This shit is hilarious. The Dalvin Cook uh, drama that's going down because. <laughs> He says he's not accepting the bullshit offer that's on the table from the Miami Dolphins. Better come correct, he said, with the contract. And nobody's giving him a contract that's worth signing, so nobody's coming correct with that money. I, from the beginning, said I feel like the max that he would get, two years, 12 mil, like a six mil a year-like thing, and maybe it's just like a one-year deal, you know? And, yeah, and all said million guaranteed, then. something like that. Yeah, but he is not liking the market <laughs> for himself out there. I mean, he needs to look in the mirror. He is hella pissed. <laughs> he needs to look in the mirror. He should look at his ID. Right. But it when says, he looks, it says the date of birth. But when and then looks, then look at his medical record. But when he looks in the mirror, you know he's got one of those mirrors that like whisper all the sweet nothings in your ear. <laughs> Man, you are looking good. Man, if you lost weight. You look, you look like you're going to get a big contract today. <laughs> so we're we're going to see what happened, but he said he wanted to be with yeah, the yeah, just, just dump that other big, big, big old pile of money right there next to it. <laughs> he uh, said he wanted to move today. He said he wanted to be with a team before training camp. And now he's saying he there's nothing urgent that's leading him to make an early decision. He's got two mil in guaranteed money coming in, you know, from the Vikings for for doing nothing, you know, not doing nothing. That was his contract, but you know what I mean. Whether he plays football or not, he's got two mil coming in um, from his Vikings deal still. Okay, here here's my thoughts, right? Because he has a built-in excuse here now. Because what did they say? They said. He could actually wait this thing out, right? Yeah. yeah. Is he waiting it out or no one's giving him a deal that he wants, right? So there's that. But then there's also guys like Javante or Brees Hall. Or like, like why, why do you think the Jets were involved, right? Because just are, not, not past tense, are involved. Are involved, right? Because yeah. maybe Brees. I mean, there's the three teams. The, long, that the longer he waits, the more opportunities will get clearer for him. The three teams that they keep linking him to is the Patriots, the Jets, the Dolphins. So all AFC East. And the Patriots just make sense because they just hate us in fantasy, right? Sure, for sure. So for sure, sure. They're not giving Alvin no money, so and that's why they probably he does like the deal, the money deal that they get. I bet you his deal (laughs) is more than Miami's because they're like, oh yeah, you can play over there for more money. You (laughs) You come over here, we 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 got win over here. And Dalvin could be the man over there in, in Miami. Yeah, he could. Is it, is it not a New England thing to bring him in and then be like, Stevenson, you're the guy? 
Yeah. Right, like, and then, like, you know, because I'm not, not saying that's guaranteed, but wouldn't it, that sound like some Belichick shit? Yeah, is there maybe, maybe, hey, maybe they bring them in, and then, um, you know, the moment Stevenson fucks up, fumbles a ball, and no more Stevenson, you know what I mean? Tino said, I'd go to Miami, it's his best shot at a ring. Well, that's the thing, when you don't care about a ring, you're just waiting for whoever's gonna offer you the most money. That, that's what he's already said, that's what he wants. Yeah, because if he wanted, if it was just about the ring chasing, it would be on what he believes is his best shot, right? Yeah. Like, but you know what I'm he saying? He wants to get 10 mil a year. So that means, like, and that's not including the two mil, you know, that he's already getting. It's yeah. really, I, I mean, I, I kind of was saying this from the beginning with guys like him and DeAndre Hopkins. We'll find out real early if they want to go to a team where they could win a Super Bowl, they'll take less money because those teams don't have to offer you as much money. The incentive there is the ring. But if you're just chasing the dough, you're going to wait it out until one of these teams, you know, finally gives you whatever bag you're trying to get. And DeAndre yeah. Hopkins is trying to get an OBJ bag. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Um, And I guess that's a perfect segue to, to D-Hop and Cleveland. Yeah. It's Cleveland. Cleveland, they 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 really want him there but it's they want him on an incentive driven contract and then you have someone who's seriously interested like tennessee for hopkins but when they're seriously interested but nothing in there says that they're seriously trying to give him a bag either you know what i mean right <laughs> it's like they're the ones that really want him though you know what i mean oh well yeah and the browns are like yeah you come oh. over here but it's got to be this kind of contract like a, a like a straight up incentive driven joint which which is like in reality, we're we're looking at Hopkins for what he's been. I mean, I think organization will look at him what he is now in recent history, right? Once like a guy who can stay healthy. Once you get released, everything that happened in the past is like null and void, and like nobody cares about that anymore. I mean, okay, you could say that, but like, you know who don't care? Is the organization that's trying to bring him in because they're like, right. yeah, we know what you've done before. Well, of course he's but, gonna care. Yeah. It's gonna care, and then it's gonna that's be like OBJ wanting the twenty mil, and then yeah. he settles on the thirteen plus whatever two three incentives or whatever. And I think the OBJ case is is it's it's specific to OBJ because they needed to get him, they needed to get Lamar some type of weapon to be like, okay, I'll sign here because that yeah. was what was going on at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the OBJ signing happened before uh, Jackson signed his uh, his long term contracts. You know what I mean? So I felt like that was like. That was basically wow. like as a show of good faith, like, hey man, we're trying to get you some weapons here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers was really mad. He had nothing to do with that deal either. He just at home, like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, hey, yes. never, nobody yeah. did that for me. And Tino said, and you don't have an organization behind you trying to move you exactly because like it's different, it's different when it's the you know, it's the it's the GMs and stuff talking to each other and shit like that but yeah and it he, sucked before when he had that contract on him because it was like yeah there's no no trade clause it's just but it's like hey no, no one wanted to trade for that contract because he wasn't going to restructure you know what i mean same yeah. thing happened to dalvin cook yeah. and uh, you know this is exactly what their agents probably told them like hey man they're not going to give it to y'all just sit tight they're going to release y'all you know what i mean yeah and like you know what i mean and um being the veterans and like right now it's not the time to sign if you haven't already been signed because most people, they already do their due diligence and they're already going about football operations at this point. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, like, once some people start getting hurt, <laughs> that's yeah, for sure. Like, and, and willing to spend money because so we always see a couple big name players go down, or at least guys who are going to be big name players on their teams or whatever. And it just it makes these GMs have to go out and make moves before the season actually starts. Um, I yeah, think- Antonio in the house. He said, "I heard Cook decline the deal with the Dolphins." Yeah, it's what we were just talking about right now. Yeah, before DeAndre Hopkins, he was like, "Fuck you guys, <laughs> nothing urgent with me, with nothing urgent going on here. I don't have to start a training camp, you know, or don't have to be with the team when training camp starts." Yeah, good for him. I mean, you got to know your worth, that's for sure. And maybe some people get injured, and then he starts getting, you know, a little bit more worth compared uh, to now. Because there's still a long time before the season starts as well. I mean, we say we say 60 days, you know, or 57 days like it's nothing. That is still two months. You know, that's a long time for uh, what's going to happen in football. Like, shit, I mean, training camp's going to start in two and a half, three weeks for a lot of teams. And then it's going to be going for a month. And, yeah, then we got, like, a week off. And then, what? Well, I mean, we, we don't have a week off. They do. And then, uh, then it all begins. And Marco said Dalvin Cook will jump over the pond uh, <laughs> to join the elf. Oh man, it's so crazy because it's like the, the those teams are specifically the ones that are keep coming up with Cook, and like I feel like it's not even going to be any of those teams. Yeah, like I feel like it'll be a team. Like, okay, this is well, really just, crazy. Well, it's always like like Shark Tank, you know, where someone's like not in the running or whatever, and then you because. It's like you're letting other people kind of make the deals and build the value. You know, you don't come in and increase the value, you know, because if another bidder comes in, then it just increases the value a little bit. But for the people who are trying to get him at an all-time low, he's not getting any kind of notoriety. They're going to come in right at the last second with the offer and just swoop. Yeah, I still feel it's going to be a team like that – I still think the injury, an uh, injury to a running back or to a backfield is 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 what's gonna get him there. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, because that's the team that'll be like, okay, how much, Dalvin? You know what I mean? Now we can talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the Jets are kind of having that conversation with him. Maybe they just like how how badly hurt is Brees Hall? You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. So you have leverage, right? Yeah. But yeah, and so um, we didn't say the numbers are reportedly what Cleveland's trying to give them, but five to six mil in a base salary and then the rest incentive, the rest in incentives. So we'll see. I mean, it, it, it sucks for someone's ego to go from like a $30 million man to like a five or $6 million man, but that happens when you get old. Let's see. Yeah, see, this shit is weird. Like, literally two conflicting, like, statements here that Malik Willis is reportedly outplaying Will Levis, but Malik Willis still isn't guaranteed a spot on the uh, 53-man roster. Levis sucks. I don't know why If Willis looks better than him, that means Levis really sucks, bro. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, now I just – I don't see why they're going to cut him unless they are going to make some kind of move. Like on a QB, because you, I mean, you gotta have at least three. Like now, you can like <laughs> third QB. Like um, now, you can carry a third QB without burning a roster spot. Like on like the active 
uh, like on game day or whatever. Let's see. Uh, ooh, Kevin Stefanski um, says that they are fully uh, revamping the Cleveland offense and tailoring it towards Deshaun Watson's skill set. Hit the drop. Hello, yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, Derek Henry's trying to break some uh um some break some records out here. So Derrick Henry needs one more 200-yard rushing game to surpass O.J. Simpson and Adrian Peterson for the most 200. O.J.'s going to kill him, man. In history. <laughs> uh, man, listen, bro, if Derrick Henry ends up missing, bro, O.J. did it. <laughs> All right? Oh, man. Derrick Henry, he's had a long career. It's crazy. And, um, oh, yeah, I guess we should have talked about this when we talked about the uh, the what's it called before we got off the 49ers. <laughs> but, yeah, you said earlier how Sam Darnold might be available through trade, and the Packers <laughs> are one of those teams that have a little interest in Sam Darnold if he becomes available. He'd be a great backup to Jordan Love, right? I mean, if they're going out there to try to pick up, you know, Sam Darnold at this exact time, I don't know what that says about Jordan Love. Um, shout out to uh, all your Sam Darnold chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, my hook not trip. My Sam hook trip, bro. He's gonna be. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make me like Darnold again, aren't you? As soon as he's off the Niners, I'm all about him again. Darnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator is coming back. <laughs> yeah, that shit would be. my Niners. Really be crazy. I mean, let let's see, let's see. Uh, what else we got? Um, Adam Thielen expected to have a significant role in the, the Panthers offense, which I feel like that's almost like a duh like type of thing because they really don't have too many people. It's like him, DJ Chark. Hold up, I'll then, be right back. Okay, and then you got the uh, um, and then you got the run game, and then you got the rookie Mingo, but like outside of that, just uh, you know. Not too much stuff um, going on over there. All right. And uh, Office of Thielen is my dynasty uh, JMO sub. Yeah, for sure. That'd be good, right? Let's see. What else we got here? So the XFL is already making moves. Uh, that uh, Anthony. Is going to happen? What? It's still going down. Yeah, they partnered oh, with yeah, the NFL. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking that there was something that something happened with it. They partnered with the NFL like before last. Oh, that's right. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, nothing crazy, but I'm pretty sure the NFL is just, like, not going to let them. It's going to be a lot of players that, that that get, like, you know, like the 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 guys who don't get their second and third contracts, that, that'll, they'll, the, the XFL will be chuck full of those guys, I'm sure. Well, those guys, um, also, like, running backs, like, running backs who are, like, kind of on, like, the outskirts, you like know. Like Alvin Cook? Well, um, who was the guy who was over there? Um, the, the Denver Broncos. Uh. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now, but uh, oh, Philip Lindsay, that's who was over there. Um, yeah, recipes, man. Oh, no, that's that's the other guy, my bad. Yeah, yeah, Phil Phil yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip Lindsay's alive and well, playing yeah, well, and Philip Lindsay was a hell of years later. And uh, the players that don't, the players that don't make it into that don't get drafted, you know, gonna be a bunch of those guys in there, and that's kind of gonna kind of be like their second shot to prove something versus like going to the CFL or whatever. Who's the QB from uh, the Steelers that came from the XFL? Charlie Batch. That's who it was. Okay. Yeah. Tight. He actually went, huh? To the playoffs and shit. Yeah. And I mean, they've had multiple guys make it from the NFL back to the, or the XFL to the teams now. No, from the XFL to the NFL, like making it back from after it started until now, PJ Walker. He was with- oh, okay. PJ Walker is back there now. Well, no, 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 I'm saying like guys like PJ. Oh, they came back to the NFL. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, they've, they've had uh, a handful of people who've made it back to the NFL. Guys who, uh, yeah, like you said, guys who didn't get their second or third contract or whatever. And they go to the XFL, they show out <laughs> a little bit, and they come back and get added to a roster. <coughs> and Antonio said, is Josh Gordon still there? It was uh, Josh Gordon and um, Martavius Bryant. Those were the weed-smoking folks. Hell yeah. Uh, playing in the XFL. Marco said, doesn't Josh Gordon play for the Rochester Rehabs? No. He plays in the XFL now. <laughs> <laughs> that one fucked me up. <laughs> that was funny. Let's see. What uh, what team does he did he play on? Uh, oh, yeah, Seattle. The Seattle Sea Dragons. <laughs> That's funny. And Martavius Bryant, I believe, is on the, the Las Vegas team. And really, like, what it is, the reason why the XFL lost money is because, like, the stadiums that they use, they're not, like, dope stadiums or anything. Like, there's no kind of, like, really incentive, I guess, for people to go, like, watch in person. Like, I don't know. the, the field. 20, 2020 kind of killed the fuck out of them, too, right? The COVID shit, because they were, like, full-on going, right? Well, I mean, it didn't kill them. I mean, at, at the time, it just stopped. Well, because they didn't come back the following year is what I mean. You know what I mean? Well, they ended up getting the deal. Well, they sold it to The Rock after that. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, it don't happen unless that happens. Yeah. And then, yeah, because um, yeah, The Rock is the one who got the partnership. Maybe the they NFL. do things a little different this time. I mean, especially with someone like The Rock and the NFL, like, you know what I mean, being involved in it. I mean, they lost, they lost $60 million or something, you know, to like, a lot of these guys who are backing that, you know, like 60 million split a handful of ways, not that much for guys like that. Because if they could really get it to where they start getting better stadiums and improve the quality of play, how many teams are there? Uh, eight, I believe. Eight? Okay. Like, why couldn't it? Why couldn't it be something that like people are into? Like in the spring, they got to get they got good they got better coaches now. Guys like Heinz Ward and shits like involved, and you know, like like cool ex players. That is cool. Yeah, so I mean, they even had some legit coaches that were from the NFL that are coaching. You know what I mean? Like, and um, dad is like the CEO of the XFL, I believe. Mike McDaniel, uh, not Mike McDaniel's. Uh, what is his name? 
uh, Mike Holmgren. Isn't Mike Holmgren a coach over there? I don't know. Don't don't yeah. Don't even look that up. I know there were some notable coaches, like ex NFL coaches, though, that made their way there. Let's see what what do we say. And uh, but yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, Josh Gordon is not in rehab for weed. The only reason he even had to do that was for the NFL. Like. <laughs> He lives in Seattle where it's hundred percent legal to smoke as much weed. And if he was in rehab, I mean when he was in rehab before, it was for them other things, bro. Like it was he was doing some hard drugs. You know what I mean? He was drinking syrup, he was he was popping pills, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All to the tune of fourteen hundred yards receiving. Led the league that year. Yeah. And uh, Marco said, European football leagues use similar state or smaller stadiums too. Yeah, and seeing, I mean, I guess like I think the reason why people like minor league baseball, you know, a lot is well, a lot of times it's kind of like out in the middle of nowhere, you know. But like XFL, they're in LA, Las Vegas, Seattle, like you know, they're in all these like major cities. There's like so many things that you could do. Why you know, what's crazy thing about this outside of NFL and uh, I'd say college ball, right? college football i mean every other sport has spectators like people watch the world series of of kids baseball right like you know i mean that's a hell of big every year remember that kid um my name is whatever the fuck and i hit dingers remember (laughs) (laughs) like this is a big televised thing like people watch this people will go to these games like you know what i mean like it's 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 crazy that like there's you know, no other major football. There's never any other major competition for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Outside of Vince McMahon, who was crazy enough to try to take on the NFL. And yeah. then, and even though he wasn't any kind of near, you know, a threat, they definitely innovated a bunch of things that they implicated in the XFL, like the cameras and the, uh, damn, there was a bunch of shit. I remember I saw a breakdown of all the things that the NFL adopted from the XFL. But, uh, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, it was like, you know, if they could find these teams, like the Vegas team, if they could somehow assign that to the Raiders, right? Like, this is, you know, this is the, like, like the triple A team for them. You know what I mean? Like how we have the San Jose Giants, you know, and they funnel their players to the Frisco Giants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but then it's like, then that's more deals that have to be made, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, it's, I don't know. Just I, I think um and then it's then it's battling for TV time. Wh- who's gonna show this and when? Can't be anywhere near uh, during football uh, season or the college football season, you know what I mean? And then now you gotta so now you're this other football that might have to be battling with TV time with against NBA or NHL or uh, <laughs> M- MLB, the shit that's going on during the course of the offseason when the NFL's off, you know what I mean? So it, it's kind of set up. To be, to be shit. Yeah, so who do you think makes more money, WNBA teams or XFL teams? Well, the XFL, it's like all the teams are owned by the XFL, so I don't think it's like that for the WNBA, right? Is it? Just yeah, like, there's like owners of the teams. Yeah, so that, that's that's kind of that, that's the difference because XFL did not make any money; like they lost money last year. So that means if the WNBA made ten dollars, went on last year. <laughs> if the WNBA made ten dollars in profit, that means they made more than the XFL. So I'm gonna say that was uh that was the WNBA <laughs> that made more. 
And, uh, oh, James said, I'll just say, Javante ain't it. It was barely a thing in college. Uh, paid Samaji too much money. I don't know, man. He was looking, uh, he was looking solid. He was looking solid. I mean, not last year, obviously. And uh, Office said uh, WNBA gets a ton of NBA money more than XFL NFL relationship. Yeah, I yeah. There's not too much. Uh, I don't I, I don't exactly know how the partnership worked with uh, the XFL and the NFL, but I bet the money that they lost was probably like maybe around the amount of money that the NFL gave them. I mean, if that, if that. Crispy, you're fucking savage. And uh, what up, PB and waivers? He said Javante just needs to wait to get on the field. Yeah. Let's see. What else do we have? Actually, the only other thing that we have is uh, Bill Belichick right now with his uh, w- with his win loss record. How he could break the NFL um, record for most losses by a coach before he sets the mark for most wins. And so, let me see, Don Shula. I mean, he's the one who has more wins than uh, he's the one who has more wins than him with. Uh, with the what's it called with the 328 and I, I guess that's regular season but the most losses by any coach is Dan Reeves 165 and so Bill Belichick has 152 so he's only 14 losses away from being the having the most losses out of any coach in I think we're going to see the best cheater in the game figure out a way to never Achieve that record. Let's say he has two more seasons in him. How about that? Does Bill Belichick ever quit? <laughs> no. You every year you never hear like him contemplate retirement. This is never a Belichick thing. You've heard that with Brady. You've heard that with pl- other players. Heard that with other coaches. Yeah. Never heard that from Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What was I about to say? Uh. Damn, I forgot about to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would be insane if, like, he does, you know, drop seven losses his next two seasons straight. You know what I mean? To tie the record. Because it's so easier to go, you know, nine and eight these days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, 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 that's like an average now. Like, that's like, you know, you're in a wild card mix, perhaps. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe th- those extra two, three wins ain't as, as crucial as it used to be before now with the addition of the seven seed. You know what I mean? Right. Dan yeah. Reeves, who did he coach for? I can't remember. The idea is find Jeff <laughs> Jeff Fisher's right behind him. I mean, shit, Jeff Fisher, he coached for a long fucking time with the Rams, bro. 
It's almost like Jeff Fish was like, hold on, I'm trying to get this record. You know what I mean? No. I mean, he coached, he coached for them all the way up until McVay. So Dan Reeves was the coach for the Broncos for a stint, the Giants for a stint, and the Falcons for a stint. So everywhere he went when he left, that next coach in brought in success probably. Uh, except the Giants. Um, well, I don't know about the Falcons. Was he before? Was he? Well, before no, because I mean, he was there. He was. Uh, he was there. Dan Reeves had to be there during the uh, the Vic era. I mean, he was there from '97 to '03. Oh, uh, okay. So, oh, okay. So he got him to the. He got him to. He the, was there. I mean, he went to multiple Super Bowls. Yeah, I was about to say he got him to the Super Bowl. Shit, and he lost. You know, those were the one. Those are the three that they lost, <laughs> not the ones that they won. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. Yeah, and uh, but he did win. Um, he won. Uh, he was coaching the Cowboys. He was an assistant coach when they won the Super Bowl there. Uh, you know, I mean, way back when the the, the first ones, and then uh, and and as a player, and as a player. And see. Uh, Let me see. Hold on. PB Waver says Lexi WNBA or NCAA player. <laughs> and yeah, Depot Grinder is the only uh, WNBA player. Yeah, for sure. I don't know any WNBA players. Oh, Candace Parker. She isn't she the one who uh, her and KD got together? Just woke up. <laughs> All upset. <laughs> she was pitching over there, knocking on the door on the other side. <laughs> Premium waiver said uh, my homie quit smoking and gave me a nectar collector and a couple grams of dabs just in time for 710. Nice. Nice. That's a good friend. And, and next time you talk to him, tell him we don't appreciate quitters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Tino said, uh, I know some others, I'm just not sure if they play still. I well, who like Lisa Leslie, like she was a WNBA player. Who left that? <laughs> Lisa Leslie. Oh, my bad. Uh, uh, she was the one who was, I, I feel like she was like the face of like the WNBA, like the very first face. Who was the one? Who was who, who was the one? She's somebody's sister uh, in the NBA. Cheryl Miller. There you go. Yeah, but I don't. What, what era was that? Yeah, she was before that though. Yeah, like, yeah I don't think, was that. She didn't even play in the WNBA. Oh, word. She yeah, just she, she, she just like she killed killed it in college. Um, pretty sure she went to USC, and um, but she was the one. She scored like a hundred points in like uh, she scored a hundred points in a fucking in a high school basketball game, and uh, she they're telling the story on the Reggie documentary. And uh, Reggie's like, man, I was like so hyped. He was like, I just dropped 40, you know, at the game. He was like, I get in the car, I'm ready to like brag to my dad and Cheryl. <laughs> and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, I dropped, uh, went out there, dropped 40, had a triple double, was like killing it. And uh, he was like, how'd you do, Cheryl? And she was like, oh, I had an all right game. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 but come on, how'd you do? And oh, this dad, is the dad now saying yeah, it. Yeah, and the dad was like, she scored 100. <laughs> what? <laughs> he went right outside, started shooting free throws. Out. He's like, <laughs> hey, I bet you they. Hey, hey, I mean, she's probably dope because she had to play against him all the time. You know what I mean? 
Uh, well, I mean, see, that's the thing. Cheryl was bigger than him. She was like the bully on the block, they said, when they were playing. Well, he basketball. was good because he had to play against her. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, when you're, when you're a, you know, girls aren't usually big like that. So it's like, it's easy to dominate. And in, in I would imagine like in, in, in high school, right? Well, so for her, it has her listed as 6'2". You know, so yeah, just think about that in high school. She's anywhere close to six foot. All the girls she's playing against are like five, five and smaller, minus maybe a couple randoms here and there. <laughs> she's just killing them all. And <laughs> Office said it there. Cheryl dropped a hundred in a high school game, best female baller ever. Yeah. He's yeah, Office said Reggie couldn't beat Cheryl till NBA age. <laughs> and even mm-hmm. then I bet he was shooting a lot of three pointers. <laughs> Probably couldn't he, take he it. To hold him in his forehead like that. Because <laughs> what's Reggie like six five, six, six, you know, so maybe when he finally gets the growth spurt to get over, but that's still not that much of a difference though, if you got good deep. How mad is Reggie Miller when when at one point Reggie became like a term for bad weed? He's like, God, oh, damn, it. God damn it, Bush. <laughs> He's like, Bringing that Reggie Bush weed over here. Bring that Reggie. <laughs> He's like, you mean Reggie Bush? <laughs> Matt Miller. I know, because before him, it was just the Bobby Brown, right? Oh, you mm-hmm. got Bobby Brown over there. What that Al Green. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Tino said, I think uh, the average Joe could run a one-yard goal line in the NFL. I mean, it depends on the line. That's what it really depends on. Like, how can the line – Remember Ray Rice, how small he was? Yeah, he's super small. Like, and they had giant – I I forget how short he was, to be honest, or how tall he was. But I know he went – I know he went no six-footer. And, like, that line was so big, the offensive line. That like he would just pop up out of nowhere. And be like, what the fuck? And he would waltz in. He did that shit hella times. Yeah. See, I mean, I that, that's what it really depends. Like if you if you got a really good line, they're just opening up the hole for you. Yeah, a lot of people could run behind that one, you know, but, but like what if it was like pros versus Joe's? You know, you remember that show? It was like almost like American Gladiators, but it was like you would have to like try to you would have to do the. Like, <laughs> I, I was wondering how I could hear my girl yelling, "Where's the baby?" <laughs> do the show, but uh, that pros versus she just woke up and waltzed out of the room. You know what I mean, she's a ninja. She came all the way down here and shit. Just owns it. Owns the Good man. Yeah, that pros versus Joes. I, I'd like to see uh, – that would be awesome to, like, see that again. I mean, it would be, like, you know, the average Joes who talk about them playing, like, running back in high school. And then you got to do the Oklahoma drill against, like, Ray Lewis and shit. <laughs> Get fucked up. <laughs> it's like that's the only place you could dare, right? Like, even, like, you know, a lot of basketball players, man, they better be careful when they pick up these pickup games because you get clowned. You just never know. Yeah, football is different, right? Boxing very different. You can't be the average. You're like, all right, come on, Caesar Chavez. <laughs> you yeah. have old. Oh, uh, what Tino said. I heard pros versus Joe's was fake. Uh, well, I mean, the pros that they had were real pros, though. I mean, maybe the Joes were like actors, or maybe they were like bet. Well, but even then, like, I mean, that would still make them Joes. I, I mean, how would they make it fake, Tino? Like, you tell me. Cause those dudes were getting smashed out there when they were I doing mean, something. It, you, sign, you sign on the line, right? Yeah, I take uh, three smashes. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Or, I mean, easier. If it's not live, too, it's easy to, like, in post to make, you know what I mean? <laughs> a little realer, you know what I mean? Yeah, I went to go see American Ninja Warrior in person. And like, that shit's real as fuck. Well, it is. But yeah, well, I mean, because you're in there for like 24 hours. It's basically shooting for like 24 hours, and then they cram it down. But you know what's not real is, <laughs> okay, you know, you see the guys who are like going all the way at the end, right? Uh-huh. Like the guys who are like the dopest ones. They had the best times in qualifying type thing, so they go all the way at the end. They're recording that shit at like four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, you know, type shit. So like they were actually recording them getting the audience reaction as if they just ran the course. Stop scratching. (laughs) So that part of it was definitely scratching. Um, I remember when I was in LA uh, one time. We had a studio session. We had hella hours to kill. And then uh, we were in, um, what's that shit called, man? Uh, Burbank. We were in, uh, what is it? Something City? Uh, Something City where they shoot everything? Studio City. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, they were going to shoot one of them late shows. I think it was the, what's that dude, man? The Irish dude? I don't know. Uh, Ferguson? Okay. Is that his name? I don't know. Craig Ferguson. Okay. And then we, 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 you know, there was a waiting list and then they just let in like the first however many and then we weren't going to make it in time. But I was like, what? Because they shot that shit like at noon. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I was naive to think like, oh, a late show. It's on at late. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because I mean, no matter what, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I don't know. Live television is just so much harder to produce. It's funny because like this American it's Ninja how innovative, it's how innovative the WWF was, even if they weren't like exactly live, it was a few minutes, right? Yeah, well, and I guess what, WCW the 90 came around with the raw the, the Raw's war and all that. They were yeah, doing that live. WCW right? started the live shit before mm, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Remember? Because that was the whole thing. Like, oh, you're at when you're watching WCW, you're actually watching it live as it happens. Yeah, yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they, they did make it real with like the gang aspect. Yeah. What up, Tanya? Let's smoke it up. Hi, and Crispy said people giving me giving me hell in number seven. And he said crickets. <laughs> it happens, Crispy. When you make a really good trade and people get jealous that you got the haul that you got, also jealous that they couldn't make a move on Bijan. It's a lot of jealousy, you know, going on during times like that. Say bye, mommy. And office at Pat Mayo's show, Tim Undercust uh, has his audience livid because he claims he could tackle Derrick Henry in the open field if given. Yeah, I, do you know who Tim Undercust is? No. So Tim Undercust, they call him Undercursed. Okay. Because this guy is the jinx of all jinx. You know what I'm saying? He's like a, from the, like he's, he's from the Pat Mayo show. Okay. I think he said the Pat Mayo. Did he say McAfee or Mayo? I haven't fucked with Pat Mayo in so many years, but he's said Mayo. Tim Andrews is hella funny, bro, because he he's a Jets fan, and like he's the curse of the Jets, bro. Yeah. Like when they drafted Zach Wilson, there he was like, Zach Wilson's the next Peyton Manning. He's we're going. It's we found our guy, and boom, the rest of history. You know yeah. I mean? 
Um, he's also the guy that doesn't like Aaron Rodgers going over there initially. Okay. He's a weirdo. Like he's he's hella funny because he's super opinionated. Uh-huh. And like, like he's the type of dude, like um, he just has poor taste in everything. Like a gourmet meal to him is like a microwave, you know, like enchilada. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. This guy's just weird. <laughs> but he's like a legit professor. So it's crazy because he's super intelligent, but he's he's also like this weirdo that's not exposed to like regular life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, you know, he, he just, the shit he says on Twitter, it just goes crazy, bro. Yeah. Okay, Tino, well, this one makes sense. He said, I think it was something like they told John Rocker to ease it up so they could hit a couple. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Okay. I would have been like, yeah. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, John, uh, John, you're making these guys look I like- I got a rocker in my name. You're making these guys look like they suck. He's <laughs> <laughs> up, he's up. <laughs> but that's like the hardest thing. Like, that's, that's probably the hardest thing to do in any sport. Hit a round ball with a round bat. Like, I mean, that's just hard. And uh, Tina said the NFL should absorb and adapt uh, that to a developmental league or have practice squads play. So, but I mean, that's the thing too is like, you know what I mean? Um, you can't really have practice squads play games against each other. You need them to not get hurt. You know what I mean? So then that means like your whole practice squad's got to be on like, you know, specific contracts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he said a practice squad league would be fire. I mean, I would not. It would not. Like the, the play would not be good at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not even too many QBs that are on practice squads. You know, so I mean, you get like a couple out of the 32 teams. I mean, Nick Mullins, legendary practice squad quarterback, made it to the backup role, and he's never looking back. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But that's about the extent of these practice squad guys. Like, only if you, like, you suck as bad as Malik Willis do they get someone from the practice squad to come up and play on a short week, you know, in front of you. Like, stuff like that. Hey, where is Josh Dobbs these days? Is he behind Watson now? Let's see. And no, I don't. I don't think he's there. They got Simeon over there. Right? Oh, he's over there for the Cleveland Browns now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Look at old Dobbs. There we go. You think, he goes, you think he goes up massage parlors with him? Hey, man. <laughs> he's the one. He's like, I'm telling you guys, we actually got massages. <laughs> you no, you vouch for me. You heard of uh, the team building events? Like, what do you think they do in the quarterback room? I mean, they fight, they, what do you into, bro? <laughs> All right, it's time to get up out of here. And yeah, I don't think we're doing anything tonight because I am going to go to that uh, that canna, that uh, Nevada Cannabis Music festival awards music festival or whatever it is yeah so we're gonna go check that out so be on the lookout for some of that content i didn't really post anything from sneaker con because it was kind of whack so um that's why you didn't see me post anything if you were on the lookout for that but yeah we will uh we'll see you tomorrow for sure for the wake and bake we'll see you then
as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.